Welcome to the big show. Yes, it is uh, It is late, but this is Brian Noonan on 720 WGN, 312-981-7200. That's how you get a hold of us. If you call in, you will be talking to Cody. I thought we were on at 6 Golf. He's the executive producer from Rockford, Illinois. Uh, if you're nice to him, you get to me. That's how it works. All right, abbreviated show, but we are very, very excited because next Sunday is St. Patrick's Day. You know that is the day that I embrace my heritage unlike any other day, which is not true because I embrace it every day, but... This is exciting because we have Nora Chambers, Kate Chambers, and Ella Chambers, and Jack Sundstrom from the Academy of Irish Music here. They are uh, they are the music that you heard as we came in. And Kathy O'Neill is here, our good friend from the Irish American Heritage Center. I've been up there a time or two, and uh, of course, next next weekend is the epicenter of all things social at the center. The, the center does programs all year. They do great things all year. But let's be honest, St. Patrick's Day is when things uh, things get a little crazy. Would I be, would I, am I incorrect in saying that? No, Brian, you're always correct. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We are very excited to have our 34th annual St. Patrick's Festival. That's after the downtown parade. So we start at 1 o'clock and we go all the way to midnight on the 16th. And there's... Four stages of music uh, from some of our music schools, like you heard today. Yeah. Some some groups, uh, some groups in from Ireland as well. And we have crafters, we have food and drink, we have step dancers. I think we have five step dancing schools coming, and some bagpipers. And it's just a really good way to showcase what we do all year long at the Irish American Heritage Center. And uh, t- tell people for those who have not been to the center, which I, I can't believe there's anyone who's Irish who has not been there, and other people should go too, even if they're not Irish. What are the kind of what kind of programs do we have as the year goes on? Well, we have about 200 programs per year, Brian, and that's everything from our festivals, uh, like Irish Fest in July that gets about 15,000 visitors, to lecture series. We have our Irish American Hall of Fame gala every April, and you're a part of that. Yep. Um, and I want to mention that the Irish American Hall of Fame is going to be a full category on Jeopardy. Uh, on March fifteenth, how yeah. Is it, yeah, how did that uh, become a thing? That's unbelievably cool. Google the writers googled it, and I think it was Irish Americans, and our page popped up. Um, and so it's not just a question; we are a full category, and I can't tell you what the okay. questions are, but I do know them. <laughs> but it airs on Friday, three uh, thirty on Friday the fifteenth, and um, tune in at three thirty. I'm going to have to watch to yes. see, and if I if I get them wrong, I'll be completely embarrassed. <laughs> You'd be in trouble. Be horribly, horribly embarrassed, <laughs> especially if one of the questions is about you <laughs> oh if, please if one of the questions is about me i'm gonna i will call into uh into question all that jeopardy is <laughs> that would not be that would not be a good use of their time all right let's let's talk to the to the uh, musicians for a minute and then we'll, we're going to learn more about everything that's going on and the schedule and stuff the big saint patrick's day festival if you need information though go to irish-american.org that's the website for the irish american heritage center and uh you can get all the information there but let's say hello to uh, Nora Chambers, Kate Chambers, and Ella Chambers. I know pro- this is a dumb question. Are you related, or does it just happen they only let people into the academy <laughs> with the last name of Chambers? Yeah, we're actually sisters. Uh, me and Kate are identical twins. I don't ah, know if you can tell. I, well, listen, I don't, I don't like to jump to conclusions. <laughs> that gets people in trouble. So you two, and you both play the fiddle. Now, was that uh, was it pressure at home? Well, listen, you're identical twins. You must play the same instrument. <laughs> is that how that works? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess we were five and our parents were like, you're going to play the violin. And we were like, okay. I think actually Kate almost quit and yeah, I kept doing times. it. And then, you know, I guess I kept her doing it and now we're here. So. And when does it go from violin to fiddle? Because I like, I like fiddle better, even though I know it's the same instrument. <laughs> I know. You'd be 
surprised. There are some people that ask me, what's the difference between a fiddle and a violin? And uh, there is, there the is tune none. you play, right? <laughs> well, well, the joke is, is the joke is uh, the violin doesn't have beer spilled on it. Oh, but, that's uh, probably true. <laughs> that's probably true. And we have a tin well. Now, how your sisters play the violin? And then suddenly, uh, uh, well, I guess I did I parents want- run out of money and they just, well, here's a tin whistle. <laughs> you want to play something? We f- uh, there was yeah, a lot of money on violin lessons here. Just take this. How does the tin whistle uh, become your instrument of choice? And, and you play the flute as well. Well, I want to do something different for my sister. I don't blame so. you. I just I wanted to it. change it up a bit. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, all the strings in the house, you get to, you know, you get yeah, to do I get something to do else. The solo. So, was this as you were growing up? Now, you guys started, you said at five? Mm hmm. Yeah. How, how old were you when you started? I was probably like seven. Okay, so is this a thing like every holiday, your parents would get you in front of the aunts and uncles oh, and everybody? Yeah. Oh, yeah, come yeah, on, let's holiday. play something, you know? Yeah, our little cousins have actually started on the tin whistle now. So, like <laughs> Christmas and Thanksgiving, we do like a little show. Come on, play with us. That's yeah. cool. That's very cool. Now, Jack, you're not related to these ladies. I don't know why you're here. Um, that is, <laughs> I don't know what, what brings you here. You're playing the guitar and the baron. That's correct. Uh, and how long have you been playing? Uh, I started playing music when I was four, and I'm 18 now, and I can't count that high. Probably 14, 14 years. We'll do that. <laughs> I can do that kind of simple math. What drew you to uh, What drew you to this kind of music? Um, so my dad plays in a band with one of the guys that taught all of us, Noel Rice. Okay. Um, and so it was just always on in my house growing up, and I would go see my dad's show, and it's like that's the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it, they're the coolest band ever. Yeah. I still think that. What's, <laughs> the, what's think the name of the band? Beltena. Oh, all right, very nice. Yes. So this is uh, this is something. All of you, then, this is the kind of, you grew up listening to this music. And was there ever a time where you're like, yeah, we want to play something else? You know, yeah. or, yeah, or was mean, this well, was this the calling? I mean, we all play um, music in school. We we played in orchestra in high school. Ella played play in, in band. band. Okay. Yeah. Plays yeah. in a bunch of music. My main hustle is a professional jazz musician. So. Oh, cool. I like that you have a main hustle at 18. I don't, that, seem, that seems young, Kathy, to have a main hustle. I wanted to mention that Brian Noonan plays the baron. Well, uh, it, uh, yes. Not, <laughs> not on an expert level, but uh, yes, I do. No, I mean, a, me neither. You know, it's, uh, it's a fun instrument. Yeah. You know, and it, people think it's easy. It's not that easy. I mean, it's not, it, it's not like playing violin or guitar or flute, but it's, you know, there, there's some, it's difficult. Oh, yeah. Especially when you have no musical talent. So, Brian, would you say that it is not your main hustle? <laughs> uh, listen, I, uh, I, Kathy, have so many side hustles, I have neglected a main hustle. That's, <laughs> that's been the problem with me. I have a million side hustles, and somebody, well, what's your main hustle? Getting more side hustles. That's the main hustle. <laughs> so we're going to talk more with Nora Kate and Ella Chambers and Jack Sundstrom from the Academy of Irish Music. Kathy O'Neill is here from the Irish American Heritage Center. The St. Patrick's Festival is happening next weekend. Start it early. Go Friday for the fish fry. And then you come back Saturday from 1 till they kick you out at like midnight, 1 o'clock. What time does it end? It uh, ends at midnight it on Saturday. It ends at midnight. And then you can come back sa- Sunday morning, go to Mass, repent for all your sins from Saturday, and then start up again. <laughs> And it goes to 11 o'clock Sunday night. Is that correct? Yes. Look at that. I didn't even have to look at the webpage. All right. We're going to do all of that after the news. This report is sponsored uh, by... Do we have a break, Cody? We don't have a break before the news, do we? No, of course not. Why would we do that? That'd be silly. We're newsing it right now. It's sponsored by Chocolate Wine and Spirits Expo.com. There he is, Roger Badish. This is very exciting news. Uh, next week, we have another short show, but... 
Just like this week, we are dropping some bonus hour podcasts. So, uh, even though on the air is short, there is a bonus. Today we'll, we'll uh, talk, we talk about all the hot topics and uh, share some travel stories. And next week, here's a big tease. Next week, the reunion that they said could never happen, uh, Cody, myself, and our uh, two overnight newsmen, Roger included. So, Christopher Michael and Roger and Cody and I are have a long conversation. We will post that for you next week. But right now, in the studio... I have so many uh, people. I have to turn on all these microphones. Kathy O'Neill is here from the Irish American Heritage Center. She uh, handles everything for them. Is there anything you don't do for the center? I don't play music. Well, that's good. That's why you brought along all the friends from the Academy of Irish Music, Nora Chambers, Kate Chambers, and Ella Chambers, uh, together the Chambers sisters, and uh, Jack Sundstrom. Not related at all, but uh, still they let him play with them, which is very, very exciting. So, what... uh, Tell me about the Academy of Irish Music before we before we hear another tune. Is it uh, is it all uh, experience levels of musicians? Is it all ages? Is it just uh, people who have at least three siblings to come into? The, how does how does this work? So the Academy of Irish Music is quite a family affair. There's like multiple groups of siblings in every really? generation, but it's like a very multi generational thing. Um, Noel Rice, who's like the center of it all, who's who's been everyone's mentor and teacher for the longest time. Um, he's basically been teaching generations and generations of musicians. So, like, every couple of years there's a new generation. Um, right now, we used to be the young group, but now we have, like, younger kids, uh, like, actually like, 10 and 12. Oh, but wow. if anyone, like, wants lessons or wants to learn Irish music, we're like, certainly the place to come to. We practice, like, every Saturday at the Irish American Heritage Center. Um, but, yeah, the Academy of Irish Music is really, like, a... Like a, a very large conglomeration of musicians from all ages. And is this this is the kind of music you guys plan? I'm guessing plan to play your whole life. It's not oh, something yeah. that yeah. oh we're just going to do it while we're in the academy and then we're going to free. This is this is a lifelong thing, right? I, I'd say the academy is is for life. We have people. You, you can try to leave the academy. Like, you don't. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of a cult. It's like the mafia. It's mildly yeah, cult like. Yeah. <laughs> so what do, do people have to uh, try out to get in? Or is, no. is it an audition thing? No. Or is it like, well, I've I, I've got a fiddle at home and I've played it a little bit, or I, I you know, the tin whistle sounds exciting, or you know, I like beating on a drum. Can I just show up? Yeah, nope. yeah. Really? Hmm. Mm-hmm. It sounds that I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it se- seems a little uh, seems a little dicey to me. But you can get to, you can find out about the Academy of Irish Music at irish-american.org too, right, Kathy? You're absolutely. nodding your head. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. See, we got to get all the all the good plugs in. All right. Before we talk more about the big St. Patrick's Day Festival, which is happening next weekend at the Irish American Heritage Center, what's the address of that center? 4626 North Knox on Chicago's Northwest Side. You know, you can pull that microphone down. You don't have to stretch. You look like you're in a lot of pain stretching up. <laughs> like an, uh, it's a busy week. I am in a lot of pain. It is a busy week. You guys are going nonstop. Uh, all right. So let's hear, let's hear another tune. Does this one have a name, or are we just going to go with generic Irish music tune? Yeah, this one's called Platogue. It's a little bit more of a, a pretty tune. So, yeah. Okay. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs>
ladies and gentlemen. The Academy of Irish Music, Nora Kate and Ella Chambers and Jack Sundstrom. That was and what was the name of that uh, that tune again? Potogue. Potogue. And all right. This is something that as I started taking Bauron lessons, I had to learn because people will say, "Oh, that's a song," but that's not a song because there's no so it's a tune. It's a tune. Right. Yeah. And so, do you a what tune. A, tune, a tune? A tune. Yes, you have to say it correctly, a tune. And do you do you judge people harshly if they do not say tune? <laughs> I try not to. Not. Uh, listen, you're you're young. You're judgmental. That's okay. It's very very nice. So, Kathy, uh, we know the Irish Amer- the Academy of Irish Music. They will be performing as part of the St. Patrick's Day Festival. Correct. Yes. Yes. They're on at three thirty on Saturday. Yes. Now, do you guys take Sunday off after church? You got to mm-hmm. just rest. No. Nope. I think we're playing Sunday. Playing Sunday too. Yeah. Chief I think O'Neil you might be at Chief O'Neill's yeah. on Sunday. Oh, you're playing somewhere else on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sure, you got to spread it around. Mm-hmm. So the Academy moves around. What's the most What's the most exciting place? Uh, other, uh, of course, the Heritage Center takes the top billing. But other than the Heritage Center, have you been in front of a, what's the biggest crowd or the most exciting <laughs> performance that you've had? Uh, we played at the Riviera once in oh. Chicago with Glenn Hansard. Okay. Last minute. last Actually, yeah. one year ago. Really? Yeah. What do you mean last minute? Um, Did oh, we, somebody, well, we found out about talk right into that big thing. We found out about it about two days before um, from some, one, someone that's like one of our good friends who basically knew him and invited us. And it was so fun and crazy, and it was last St. Patrick's Day, and it was nice. I think the answer is the most exciting place you've ever played was at the WGN radio studio. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sorry. So that, that was Listen, number two. Oh, I wasn't even. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, please. I take this for granted. But it's, it's a nicest nice view. view. Nicest, nicest view. view. Yeah. yeah. We'll we win nicest view award. All right. So, Kathy, and we talk about this a lot uh, every year. Because sometimes people think St. Patrick's Day, and they get a vision in their heads of hooligans with green beer vomiting on each other, uh, stumbling down the streets at the parade. And that is the antithesis of what the Irish American Heritage Center is. It is family-friendly. There's What kind of activities are we going to see for uh, for children? What kind of, Because I know there's one room that's basically... Uh, dedicated to stuff for young kids. We do. Up on our fourth floor in our Aaron Ballroom, we have a whole kids area. So there's face painting, there's games. Um, and in our library museum and our art gallery are all open with mm-hmm. exhibits as well. We have genealogy sessions, a little bit of language. So I- I'm okay if you come for the beer and stay for the culture. Um, <laughs> a lot of people want to be Irish that day. We've had a lot of people come back. They come up there and they can't yeah. believe the size of the building, 86,000 square feet. We have stuff going on in every single room and they come back and they join they yeah. volunteer they take classes so we think it's just a what a perfect way to showcase everything that we do on that day because we get as many as five thousand people yeah it's amazing and it is it is a good gateway for people if they've never been there and they're thinking well uh, this might be something i want to do for saint patrick's day yes go because you are going to see something there that's going to make you want to come back. Whether, like you said, you go up to the second floor to the library and they're doing genealogy, and you're like, wait, I didn't even know I I can trace my family back. Yeah, come back and you know make it a point. We'll fig- we'll figure it out. Or they go up and they see the beautiful ball- ballroom on the fourth floor, the Aaron Room, and they're like, wow, can we have events here? Sure, you can have events here. Of course, you can have an event here. Go into the auditorium. You hear uh, you hear the Academy of Irish Music or some of the other fine bands that are going to be there on uh, during the weekend, and it's it's just a wonderful thing. Now we obviously we we don't have to mention that there'll be beer there. Of course, there'll be beer there. What kind of St. Patrick's Day party would it be? More uh, than one kind. Too. <laughs> 
Uh, really? Yeah. I thought there was only one kind, <laughs> the, the dark brown one. Uh, so what about food, if people want to eat? Yes, we have um, Harrington's, which is a really great Chicago staple of corned beef. They do, um, they're one of our caterers. We'll have pizza as well. We have hot dogs, but really a lot of people like to have the full corned beef yeah, yeah. dinner or a sandwich. We do fish and chips. We do crazy things like Irish egg rolls. Yeah, and curry fries. That was a big hit with my daughter and a friend last year, the curry fries. Oh, we got to get curry fries. I didn't know curry fries went well with Jameson and uh, and ginger ale, but I guess they do. They pair well with they, everything. I, I, they must. That's what I was. That's what I learned last year as I watched, uh, watched people enjoy them. So you can go, you can eat, you can drink. Um, again, we mentioned all ages, and that, that's the truth. I saw everybody there from uh, infants who were unaccompanied, which I found very unsettling. But the infants were there, and then grandparents were there, and everybody's... Because, yes, they're having fun, yes, they're goofing around, but... It, it's just a joyful place to be. It really is. And I think what's nice, too, is because you can come and go, and we're open from 1 until midnight. A lot of times, the families will come out, mm-hmm. and then Grandma takes the kids home. That's how it should be. At what, one thirty? Grandma takes the kids home? <laughs> 2 o'clock. Two, oh, wow. You give them an hour. That's all right. That's very nice. Uh, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to hear more from the Academy of Irish Music. The Chamber Sisters are here. Have you ever thought of just doing a trio, the Chamber Sisters? Do you go We out? wouldn't be as good without, yeah, uh, without Jack. All right. Well, listen. I don't know. Oh, no. Wow. I've been elevated. <laughs> well, yeah, the Chamber Sisters and Jack. Yeah, that's our, but that's I get, that sounds fun. Yeah, and Jack. Uh, <laughs> Jack Sundstrom is here along with Nora Kate and Ella Chambers there with the Academy of Irish Music. Uh, we'll talk more about that. And if you want any information about the Big St. Patrick's Day Festival or the Academy of Irish Music, it's all happening at the Irish American Heritage Center. Go to irish-american.org, and uh, they have everything is right there, all the information. And there's still some spots. If you're thinking, boy, this sounds like a good time. I wish I could help out. You can. There's still places for volunteers, right? So you can yes. click on it and you can volunteer. We need we need help. Uh, there's, there's all sorts of things you can help. I noticed this year a new thing. If you're a night owl and you really want to hang out, there's the uh, the last call the crew, last call crew right. and you get you're giving them all kinds of stuff you're giving them swag and well, some uh, credits you're, you're and, working at about eleven o'clock at night right. um, but we do give tickets to your whole family it comes with some really great perks to get you to stay with us late at night and yeah. help us through the, it, that's the, the the shift where we need you the most yeah and there are there are other shifts if you go oh, boy eleven o'clock I'm out <laughs> don't, don't worry there's earlier shifts so go to irish-american.org to get all the information we'll have more music we'll have more info and we'll do that all after this on 720 WGN. So in honor of St. Patrick's Day, we have Kathy O'Neill here from the Irish American Heritage Center, and their big St. Patrick's Day festival starts on Saturday. You can come in at noon. You can stay or you could come in at noon and stay until what? You know, Midnight? actually, we open at 11? 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock. Well, I'm coming in at noon you because I want to avoid the rush. You did last year. You wanted a table. That's right. I'm oh. very. I'm a very high maintenance. Uh, all right. So 1 o'clock to, to midnight. Midnight. 1 o'clock to midnight on Saturday. 11 uh, mass um, is at 10 on Sunday mass morning? Mass at 10.30 on uh, Sunday. And, and then the you festival be goes there to 11. The yeah, I'll, I'll be there in spirit. <laughs> and then we <laughs> open right at noon and we go until 11 p.m. I will tell you, you want the Heritage Center to keep standing, so <laughs> that's uh, best not to show up uh, for Mass. But, so that's Saturday and Sunday. Friday nights at the Center all through Lent, the very popular fish fry. It's very popular. We it had is, our first I, I, one this past Friday night and it was amazing. Uh, families come out, fish and chips, vegetable, coleslaw, um, all you can eat. 
Street. And it's just a lot of fun because we ha- always have live music or dance. Yeah. So this week we had the Trinity Irish Dancers. And so people come out, have something to eat, grab a beer. And we had this crazy Guinness promotion where you could get your picture taken and they would put your face in the foam. Ooh. This is really strange. That's very cool. <laughs> Unsettling. I don't want to look at myself when I drink. I try to block out I the fact that I don't want to look I'm at drinking. you. <laughs> Listen, stop it. I am quite good looking in foam. Uh, so what time is the fish fry? Fish fry is from 6.30 to 9. And uh, no reservations. You no, just show just up. Show up you wait in line like mm-hmm. everybody else. The line moves very fast. It does though. move fast. Yeah. And the fish comes. I, I got to tell you, I was the first time I went, I was, I, I was wondering. And I was sold because the fish comes out. It's hot. It's delicious. It's crispy. Uh, the fries, everything is really good. It's it's it's, good. it's a lot of fun. And it, again, like everything at the center, families. It's all that. That's the whole thing up there is family. It is. I mean, it was started by families. Yeah. So um, in 1985, when the place opened, a lot of those people who started it out then helped open it our grandparents now yeah. and that's how we've got a lot of our members and volunteers it's just people coming there with their families loving it and then bringing their new families yeah it is a, it's a wonderful place and if you're not irish come on saint patrick's day and you can pretend you're irish for a day and then you'll want to come back and maybe i don't know if you can change your nationality that's not up to me that's up to the government you but, could change uh, your name to chambers sure yes <laughs> And then, if you change your name to Chambers, you can join a band. And uh, the Academy of Irish Music will even let guys in who don't have the last name of Chambers. Uh, maybe their last name is Sundstrom, but they play the guitar on the Bowron. And so it's like, well, we, we kind of need Jack in the band. Uh, so, <laughs> Jack, you're a good sport because I'm sure you hear this all the time when you're when you no. I mean, I've gotten that. I've gotten luckiest guy alive. Wow, there you go. Ooh, and he um, looks over, and all the ladies, uh, all the ladies look the other way. Kathy, that was kind of a weird, <laughs> that was a weird moment. That I kind of looked away. Too. Yeah, I did too. I was very uncomfortable with that, Jack. You uh, put a taint on the whole thing that I'm not comfortable with. You, you, you may have actually ruined St. Patrick's Day. But I don't, uh, you know, I don't want to go there. I would uh, call on the leadership of the Academy of Irish Music to listen to the last minute of the broadcast and uh, perhaps uh, judge from there. But uh, listen, that's just me, Kathy. Oh you know, I'm a stickler. God. I'm a stickler for the rules. I don't like people to you feel uh, objectified yes. uh, or uncomfortable uh, at any rate. Okay. Yeah. No, he, he's right. I'm just a ponytail, so. <laughs> All right, so we know we are not going to do a song, but we are going to do a tune. Uh, what tune will we do to uh, begin wrapping things up here? We're going to do a tune called Sport of the Chase. It's like a classic feel-good jig. Oh, feel-good jig. Yeah. All right.
Academy of Irish Music. I have to uh, I have to uh, turn off the live feed. Very nice. Terrific job, you guys. And you will be performing at the Saturday at 3.30. Are they upstairs, Kathy? Where are they, where are they at? They're up in on our three, third floor stage room, 309. Third floor stage. And that's, that, that's the best stage. Mm-hmm. I know people say, oh, the auditorium or the fifth province, the pub, that's where we want to be. No, you want to be on the third floor. Because <laughs> the people who make it up to the third floor really want to hear you play. They're not just stumbling through going, hey, this is a fiddle. This is going to be exciting. It's gonna, and I don't want to, you know, I don't. Everybody doesn't sound that way, but let's be honest, most people will. <laughs> by the evening. Who? What other big bands are playing? Oh, we've got the Shannon Rovers Irish Pipe Band. We've them. got the Great Whiskey Project, who you've had on the show yes. before, I believe. Uh, we also have um, Tim O'Shea, who is uh, from Ireland. He'll be with a local guy, Pat Quinn. Um, we've got a really great group of nine called In Spite of Ourselves. Really, and um, my favorite, Pat uh, Mark Picars. The Irish-Polish tenor. I've heard of him. Uh, he's talented. I question the nationality part of it, but uh, no, Mark is very Mark's very good. Where's Mark going to be doing? Is I, he doing the tea again? No, he's on the third floor stage. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I thought wow. he does. Oh, wait, is that Irish Fest where he sings the tea? When, uh, when yeah. does he sing in the, the tea? Um, in July at our Irish Fest, we have high tea, and it's yes. really cool. You can go in and get out of the heat and drink hot tea. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> we have live music. Leave it to the Irish. Go, and, it's, hot, it's hot outside. We better go drink hot beverages. And the, the Academy also has played at the tea yes. before. So. Very nice. Well, the Academy of Irish Music, you can see them Saturday at the Irish St. Patrick's Day Festival, which is happening at the Irish American Heritage Center. Get there on Saturday from 1 until midnight. Uh, you can come on Sunday, go to Mass at 1030, and then the festival will run until 11 o'clock. Tickets are available. You can get them, save a little money, get them before the 14th uh, at irish-american.org. Is that correct? That is correct. That is correct. Uh, if not, it's all ages. Tickets will be available at the door. It's a uh, one. Wonderful food, drink, great entertainment. Again, thanks to Nora Chambers, Kate Chambers, and Ella Chambers, and Jack Sundstrom. I'm going to do it this way. Thanks to Jack Sundstrom, Nora Chambers, Kate Chambers, and Ella Chambers. Jack, you got top billing. Finally, it's about time. Uh, you know, the, don't let the ladies keep you down, Jack. Stand up for yourself. That's all I can say in our parting message. Did I forget anything? Did I forget any plug for the uh, for the big festival? You forgot me. Kathy O'Neill is here. <laughs> I did forget. That was, oh man, what an oversight. Kathy O'Neill, as always, a pleasure. She is the, uh, she is the uh, Jill of all trades at the Irish American Heritage Center. <laughs> Master so, of none. <laughs> so come on out this weekend. It is going to be a lot of fun. Thank you all for being here. It has been a pleasure. Thank you. Karen Conti will be in here in a second to tell us what's on her big show. We'll talk to Karen in a minute. 720 WGM. All right, thanks for listening and being part of the very abbreviated show, but we'll be back next week for another very abbreviated show. Karen Conti is here, and you must, as you sit home during the week, you must just thank the legal stars because, man, these stories just keep falling into your, not falling into your lap, but big things every week. Big things every week, even cases from here that are national news. Yeah. You turn on CNN and Chicago's in the news for legal stories. were you surprised by the amount, not that Justice Smollett was uh, indicted, but that there were 16 felony counts? Did the amount of counts surprise you at all? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's overkill. They are angry. Yeah. I mean, well, that's that's what I get. When you say, why, you know, what, what's your first impression? We have prosecutors and police who are really mad that they were duped, or at least that someone tried to dupe them. Yeah. And so they charged him for every single last thing they could think of. <laughs> now, what do you think... Uh, as, 
and obviously you're you're just guessing at this point, but as you've seen cases like this before, where do you think it's going to go? Will he will he do time? Is it going to be fines and community service? In your expertise, where do you think this is going to end Interesting. up? Interesting. Garagos is a really good lawyer, but he's not a hometown lawyer. Yeah. So my, my concern is he's not going to plead him guilty. He needs to plead him guilty to something, and, yeah. and, and he needs to be made an example of, but, but this, this prosecutor wants to put him in jail so we don't have this happen anymore. So my guess is he's going to try to plead guilty, and he's probably going to do some jail time, but really? at a minimum security okay. prison, and that's Illinois State Prison, so it's not federal, cushy place, but, it's, but it'll be minimum security. Be rough for a rough for a celebrity to his go to prison. Life, no matter, his yeah. whole life, as he knew it, is is done. All for the for the I dumbest can't thing. Fathom the re, you know. Oh, he wasn't happy with his pay. That makes no sense. His only hope is the reality show and the, uh, the made for TV <laughs> show. Yes. Right. That's Sell your rights hope. afterwards. All right, and uh, you're going to be talking about R. Kelly. You got Edward Dolak. You got a full plate. What else you got on the uh, on the docket? I've so got to an speak. author of a book called Never Enough, and it's about Ooh. the brain science of addiction. And we're not going to get too technical, but interestingly, what does the brain do that makes people addicted? One in five people over the age of 14 is addicted to something, cocaine, really? nicorette, nic- uh, nicotine, uh, alcohol, and the like. So we're, we're going to talk about how does the brain play into this? We think it's moral, is we, are we weak, uh, do we make decisions, or is our brain just out of control? Wow, it sounds fascinating. All right, Karen's coming up on the other side of the news. Uh, the Steve Cochran Show celebrates the most valuable person on the planet weekday mornings at 720 on 720 WGN Chicago. Smart speaker users just say play WGN radio on tune in. The news is sponsored by Lindemann Chimney and Fireplace. It is seven o'clock ish. Here's Roger Baddish.